Someday, someday, I wanna lay down like I did on Sunday. Hurry, hurry. Sunday, Sunday, I remember three songs. Sunday, that way, yeah, way, way, better. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Hope you're having a great Monday morning out there. Today's episode is brought to you by ProLineStadium.com, Atlantic Canada's home field for great sports betting. September means football is back, all right? And new promo offer has arrived at ProLine Stadium. Head to alc.ca or ProLineStadium.com and you can earn up to $50 in parlay tokens each week on football. Now all the way until October 8th, making a wager of $15 or more on a four or more pick parlay that includes football on ProLine Stadium bets or fantasy will earn you a $10 parlay token that could be used on ProLine parlay of four or more picks that include at least one football event maximum of five tokens can be earned each week tokens expire october 31st 2023 bet on proline all season long at prolinestadium.com or download the alc app must be 19 years of age or older please play responsibly what a weekend it was uh what do we just what a weekend it was for the company you know, historical weekend. We uh, had a lot of prep work put in the past two months to be able to, I guess, prepare for this last week in order to make sure everything ran smoothly. It was our first time in company history where we had uh, streams going simultaneously all across, I think I said that word correctly, across, uh, you know, all these Atlantic provinces, you know, in Atlantic Canada here. It's... um, if there's anyone out there and you're you're grinding through something, don't be afraid to pat yourself on the back. I don't care. I'm doing it right now. I'm proud of myself. Whatever you're doing out there, you should be proud of yourself too as long as you're doing what you love. It's not that complicated. But it's Monday. We're back in the studio. And we're back at it. The world of sports is at its I don't want to say peak, but there's just something about this time of year that makes you melt as a sports fan. Baseball's coming up into playoffs. Hockey's starting up. I know all you big football heads out there are having the time of your lives with the fantasy football. I think soccer's going on too. I know my soccer buddies, every time we get together, they're talking about soccer. So good for you guys too, soccer, the soccer world. And if I'm missing anything else, my apologies. But I do know that sports are in full effect. And I'm grinning ear to ear every morning knowing that there's something to do at nighttime in terms of watching television, a.k.a. in terms of watching sports. And the boys here at High Button Sports are busy because it's hockey. Hockey season's here. Sports season. We just finished a baseball tournament up in Stellarton, that was a great time. Thank you to everyone who uh, came up to us and said we did a great job. We appreciate that. Those are the those are the comments that we love to hear. You can't you know you can't buy those comments. Hearing that you're doing a great job and you're putting on a, a great product, um, it means the world. And then seeing comments online that people are watching from London, England, Alberta, you know some parts of the the states, you know just blows our mind we don't take it for granted so thank you to everyone uh this past weekend who had great things to say about us thank you thank you thank you uh today on the high button podcast myself jeff warburton in-house gonna go over what's been going on with the company in the world of sports as well it's gonna be a great episode i'm justin jeff warburton's here here we go you know what comes next and we're going I love this podcast. It's the High Button Podcast. What's going on, guys? I'm Justin. Jeff's over there to my right. Uh, not rested. Kind of in a, the loopy zone when you are you don't really have energy, but you kind of just laugh it off. Because you know what I'm trying to say? Like the loopy zone? Like where you're, uh, you have... My fiance said you could hear it on my voice, too. I'm tired because I'm yelling at Jeff over the phone in the rink. You know, he couldn't hear me. 
<laughs> but um yeah a little loopy but that doesn't mean not happy life's uh life's incredible life's uh life's fun and um i hope everyone listening gets to experience this at least you know a couple times at least in their life because i've never i've never experienced this uh this feeling for the history of this company of how satisfied i am with how this past weekend went um i remember i had a wedding maybe it was like three years ago and it was the first time i didn't actually physically do the live stream by myself i think it was you and mark that did it maybe okay at zaxman i don't know and i wasn't there and the company was uh, self-sufficient without me physically doing it for uh, the first time and it was a weird weird feeling and uh that same feeling has quadrupled quadrupled right now so there's just a bunch of endorphins in me right now that i'm just so happy so full of energy but physically i'm just exhausted because of just moving grooving like mentally exhausted all that good stuff but that's what you want i think that's what they they tell you you should got to have that feeling so i uh you know i feel great it's fun and uh overall successful weekend always always things to learn in terms of uh how to manage people how to lead people how to motivate people how to uh how to make sure people believe in the same vision that you believe in but um for the time being i'm pretty happy with 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 how everything's going in terms of new hires within the company in terms of um how well people were receptive to the training aspect of the company streaming's not easy Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of complicated things that go into it camera angles zooming in zooming out audio issues internet issues uh, angles within the actual rink of rinks that we've never been into a lot goes into it but uh, we are not new to this so every time a new problem comes our way we are able to solve it and one thing I remember that really helped uh, well not excuse me I just got to take a sip of coffee sorry Like I remember at the beginning of this, you'd walk into a rink and people would give you the eyeballs. And like, who's the guy coming in here with the camera and the internet and the computer? And it's the complete opposite now. It's like people are wanting to help. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. people are like, how can I help? What do you guys need? Especially at the, like, you know, dudes and I were at the, the baseball up in Stellarton. Just as soon as we got there, 6 a.m., I think it was Thursday, Friday morning, just people stopped, not everything that they were doing, but just helped us made sure we were comfortable where do you guys want to be set up what do you guys need do you need coffee do you need donuts what do you need in order to be happy Mm -hmm. and um that's the best feeling because once you receive that feeling from complete strangers you want to give that feeling right back to them and it shows in our work when people come up to us and say great job we don't want to let them down i know dudes that and dudes knows baseball 10 times better than i do so he pretty much did all the commentating but (laughs) He was absolutely killing it. I don't know how he does it, but baseball is a little bit easier than hockey in a sense that you have a, a couple seconds to think about what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. And I think he took those two seconds and, and ran with them and, and always came out with something not brilliant, but just really, you know, f- factual. Man, my words aren't there. But no, dudes did a great job this weekend and, and the people uh, the people loved him for it, for sure. It was great. You going up to Cape Breton, not that I was nervous. But intrigued to see how it would turn out. Mm, I agree. Couple hiccups. Yeah, couple hiccups for sure. But no, no failures. Just a couple things you learn from and you move on. But that's life, and you got to keep grinding through it. And the one thing you also realize is that the things that you see to you have magnified they're the worst thing in the world but the person watching on youtube at home i don't even know if they would notice it but myself Mm. just being the owner of the company it's you know if a little camera angle is off just by a little bit and you can't see that guy dump the puck in the the world is over i go whoa 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 whoa. but to the person watching it's like oh the puck's in the corner now but you know it's just those little details that drive you nuts yeah but those are the things that could be fixed yeah i feel like you want to say something i just want to say it's a i realized i said at one point i just said i was like it's like this is a tough business to be a perfectionist in and me and you are both like try to be perfectionists with this live streaming look to your point right there 
there's just the nature of the business is there's little things here and there that get amplified and perfectionists like me and you want them gone. But in the grand scheme of things, you can't lose sleep over some of those little ones. And it's interesting now how there's mistakes on the ice too as players. You know, first games of the year, second games yeah. of the year. <laughs> you just kind of see those mistakes, the choppiness. Oh, that wasn't a crisp pass. And the 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 style of game kind of not relates to our live streaming, <laughs> but it's the first game of the year for us as well. So yeah. something might happen. It's yeah. it's just kind of like that. That's a good and, way to uh, put it. <laughs> it. It's just interesting how the players and the, the, the streaming kind of look the exact same if you if you get what i'm laying down here yeah definitely and at the end of the day this is a, a player's company this is a, a an athletic company and we're here for the players we're here for the coaches we're, we're we're here for them at the end of the day don't get me wrong we love the fans that watch at home we we absolutely love you if it wasn't for you we would not have a job but at the end of the day the the, the core the the heart of this company is to please the players the the those drives home, I remember as a kid and your dad saying, Justin, what did you do on this play? Why didn't you do that? What happened there? And I'm looking at him going, what the hell are you talking about? I don't remember. But to be able to solve that issue now and these players can go home, look on their computer with their dad or mom and say, look, this is where you messed up. This is where you should have done this. This is where you should have done that. That's the core motivation of the company is allowing players to see their mistakes, see their whatever, see your highlights. But it's more just about fixing and, and and looking at yourself and understanding how you can get better. That's the, the, the core of why we love live streaming is to fix those issues. But we're off and running. We have, uh, we've taken off. We're at the airport and we're boom. We're in the clouds right now and we're keep going up. We're not a spaceship yet. We're, <laughs> we're more of an airplane, but mm -hmm. we've, uh, we're, we're taking off at a great altitude. The seatbelts are still on. The pilot has not said, take off your, you know, when the pilot goes, take off your seatbelt, feel free to walk around, use the washroom, get a drink. We're not at that place. We're still, no. there's still a little turbulence as we're taking off, you know, keep the seatbelts on, you know, maybe might take them off in a bit, but keep those seatbelts on. We're going to keep riding through this little turbulence. Not that there's even turbulence. It's just in my head there's turbulence. But Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Yeah. But just keep those seatbelts on. You'll be able to get a drink in a minute. Use the washroom. You know, talk to whoever's over to your right in the, in the aisle, and you'll be fine. We're going to get through this, and we're going to land this plane safely. Mm -hmm. We're going to go up. What's a cruising altitude? You know, like what's an average? How high do planes go? No idea. 20,000 feet? 20, 000, Does that sound you know, right? I don't know. Let's just say 70,000. It sounds cool. You know, we're going up 70,000 yeah. feet, and we're going to be cruising. Autopilot, baby. Yeah. But right now, it's all right. We still got our seatbelts on. Yeah. Damn, you're really capturing it well, man. It's so, it's true. It's true. It's the, yeah. You know what I mean? wasn't the smoothest takeoff in history, but at the end of the day, a couple bumps. What, what is? We didn't crash. Yeah, I mean, we're... we're it's just that it goes back to the people. It just goes back to the people saying great job. <laughs> yeah. you, just can't, you can't pay someone to go, hey, can you tell me I'm doing a great job? It doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. You can't see a stranger on the street and, and go, hey, man, if I give you 20 bucks, can you just say to me, hey, man, you're doing a great job? Yeah, you can do it. But that it's not going to mean anything because you, don't, because you paid the guy to say it. But a complete stranger, hey, man, great job. I'm, you just can't buy that feeling. And that's uh, that's a feeling I chase. It, it's it's awesome. I want to kind of get off the weekend for a minute and talk about um, these fall, uh, the the fall vibes. I know a lot of people, especially if you've played hockey, understand. I know, I think tryouts are actually over. Or maybe they're still going. Well, there's that nervous energy in the air, that, that, that smell of a rink when you walk into it in September. Um, teams are being picked. Kids are being cut. Kids are making teams. Parents are happy. Kids are happy. Mm -hmm. Coaches are happy. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of nervous energy to 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 prove yourself, to prove uh, to your parents, your coaches, the organization, your loved ones, grandmother, grandparents. There's an obligation to a lot of kids right now to prove to them that all the work that they've been doing in the summer, in the past however many years you've been playing the sport of hockey, to prove them wrong, prove them right, and show people that the work you're putting in is paying off. So I will say this in terms of the first couple of months going into the season, don't try to blow everyone away. Do what you got to do. Uh, get into the rhythm, like mm -hmm. we just talked about for the first. How long has this podcast been going for? 10, 10 minutes? Uh, 15 minutes. We've been going at this for 15 minutes already. So just like this podcast, all I'm talking about, the season's just getting going for us. The boys are just getting busy. 
we're not trying to get seven camera angles. We're just, we're not trying to, you know, give you the moon. We're just proving to ourselves right now that we know how to do this. I remember the Mavs, like right at the, he had a funny Instagram story on Nate's retirement thing. He's like, you just got to show yourself, prove to yourself that you can do this. I've done this before. I'm going to do this again because the Eastlink broadcast had the Nate's retirement thing and it was like a big deal. Uh-huh. So he was like telling himself, hey, you can do this, Mavs. You can do this. You've done this before. And I thought that was exactly how I kind of felt going into the the baseball and all these ho- hockey streams. Like, you can do this, Justin. You can do this. And all you kids listening out there, all you parents out there listening, same thing, September, October. Don't try to blow everyone out of the water. No scouts are showing up to a rink in September. I'm sorry. I know a lot of scouts. No one's... Even the scouts are trying to figure out, okay, I can write on a clipboard. I can do this. All right? It's September. It's October. No one's winning Stanley Cup right now. No one's winning Atlantic. <laughs> get on the ice. You get the puck deep. You forecheck. Get hit. Give a hit. Prove mm. to yourself that you know how to play in that league, that new league you're in. Maybe you're a triple-A guy now. You're a double-A guy last year. Don't, don't go out there and try to do the Michigan. Just get under your feet. And then once you get under your feet, you know, by late October, mid-October, November, start to show all these people why you're the best player in Nova Scotia, why you're the best player around, and why you can even push yourself further to go on to greater leagues and and greater uh, moments in this game of hockey. That's my advice, because I always tried to fuck, you know, right out the gate, September, boom, let's go, everything. Yeah. You know, dipsy doodle, you know, but no, 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 keep it simple. September, October, keep it simple. I apologize. I got to take a sip of the coffee. I had a couple parents calling me this past weekend. You know, kid made my AAA, you know, kids made the AAA team. And that that sense of excitement of these parents is great. It's awesome. The sense of these coaches who I've been talking to, excited to get it going. I haven't really t- been talking to many kids. They more just yell at me and say, hi, button. There's no real conversation. But you can sense the energy in the rinks that I was in this past weekend is, uh, is, is in full force. Kids are zooming, running around the rinks, taping their sticks, big smiles on their face. I was aware of a game the other day. The team that lost came off the ice, and they were, like, smiling. Just ha- like It was weird, but they were. I think they were just happy to be playing. It was the weirdest thing ever. It was a great game. They lost... It was a, I forget. Actually, I'm not going to say the team because that'll sound bad. But they were just walking <laughs> off the ice smiling. I think they were just happy to be in the rink. It didn't matter. And that's how you should feel right now in September. That time has come. That time has come. And it's exciting. And the boys are buzzing. One thing I am upset about. Oh, sorry. Do you have something to say? No, I was just say, oh, yeah, I'm buzzing right now, buddy. I feel it in my bones. How many hours of sleep did you get last night? Oh, I don't know. More like this weekend. Just a lot. Yeah. A lot to think about, but it was good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I am upset I missed Nate's uh, retirement. I don't want to touch on this too much. I said I said what I had to say the other day on that video. I, I don't want to say too much about it, but just know that my intentions with this company are all in order to please other people. And if other people are upset that maybe I didn't stand behind this brand and go to the Nate game and do street interviews and capture some footage behind the scenes stuff, whatever it is you guys are upset about, one, come on, guys. You got better things to do than worry about what I'm doing on a Friday night. You you, you know, pick up a hobby here relax Two, the mooseheads are all in house i couldn't the, they posted a photo of like the media scrum with nate on their instagram thing there was four companies global ctv eastlink and then the actual moosehead so there's mm-hmm. no way i'm getting in behind the scenes to do anything so that's just the way it is with them what do you want me to do in terms of street interviews, that's where I will agree with you. I wish I was there to do street interviews to capture the energy outside the building. That is where I think we would have had the most successful uh, content filmed. I would have loved to do that. 
but as a business mind i think okay now i need to hire other people that can do street interviews to do that stuff for me while i'm away that's what it was there's a good what was it it was a business podcast i was listening to my brain is mush (laughs) i know my brain's always mush but it was a guy and he was like yeah in order to grow the business you have to replace yourself so like when i i I did the stream i did the streams for this company for the first two years Mm mm-hmm and then I replaced myself, and now I have other people do them. With the street interviews, it's tough because you need charisma. Mm-hmm. You need to match my charisma. In it, that's tough, and I get that. And what I do, you can't people that know people that can just approach a stranger. You know, it's tough, and I get that. We've had people try to do it before, and it's just it's you can't you can't teach it. You can't train it. I guess is what I'm trying to say train it yeah so that's tough but that's a part where i'm uh you know looking for the next step is that next personality to kind of help fill voids because i there's there's parts of this company that are always lacking in terms of uh content because i have to focus on other content you know don't get me wrong i'd love every day to be out there doing street interviews but i i have so many other things that i need to take care of on a day-to-day basis unfortunately for the time being some things are going to suffer and that's not on anyone but but me don't think it's a term you know a, a laziness don't don't take that statement as me being lazy there's other work being done but unfortunately i only have 24 hours in a day so many things can get done and by six o'clock i'm you know even earlier i'm toast like if i'm doing street yeah. interviews it has to be before noon yeah you can't you got to have that juice in you but anyways, back to the Nate retirement thing. That's the only regret I have in terms of that. My uh, my heart went out to to, to him and, and that night. And from what I hear, it was an awesome night. He was uh, well-spoken when he had his speech. I still haven't seen the speech. Is it out somewhere? Must be somewhere. I don't know. I haven't seen it either. I was at Beer League last night, and the gu- some guys were at the game, and he said he was well-spoken, and it was a great speech. I, I got a, It must be on YouTube somewhere. And there was apparently there was like people that um, – I saw like the mayor reached out, like his old teammates. I saw clip. Oh, yeah. I saw clippets of it on clips on Instagram. Clippets. That's a word, no? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, it should be. <laughs> but uh, no, I got to look into that, see how how that went. Um, but yeah, you know, bite the bullet, calm down on that one, people. I'm gonna do my best to to be at these events. I am going mm-hmm. to the Sid game. You know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be there. We will be doing street interviews. We're gonna be in there. Let's go. You know, like. I'm really excited for that. Like I'm a I'm a kid in a candy shop when it comes to to seeing Sid. Like that, that it's gonna be, that's gonna be a lot of fun. That's gonna be a great night. And knowing that the game kind of doesn't really matter makes it even more fun. You think so? I think so. How come? I don't know. Just the environment on the ice will be a little bit more chill. And knowing that there's a potential of like nine Maritimers that could be playing in that game. I don't know. Because, you know, you know, all these guys are getting tickets for their boys, for their family. And, you know, all those tickets, you know, I think Batherson said he got 100 tickets and a box. That's Batherson. So what's Sid getting? You know, what's Highmore getting? You know what? You know, like, I know, man, I hope Sonny's in that game. But I just know that I know this province and I know the people in it. And I know whenever there's a good time around the corner, people let their guard down and have fun. And that's uh, those those moments are you know it's just like the World Juniors. Yeah. It basically, this is going to be you know not the World Juniors, but this will be the same energy in the building for three hours. And if you know if you have anything, if you have a hockey brain, guys, girls, eat dinner early. You need to be at the warmups to see. To, be, to, to that's the best NHL hockey is great, but going to an NHL practice or going to an NHL warm-up is equally as good i it it is so much fun to watch those guys just buzz around do their little stick things because it's world class like you think what bedard does in a game is cool yeah it is it's awesome like you know he's he's gonna create a lot of moments in games he's probably gonna win some cups he's gonna dangle he's gonna do some i don't even want to say mcdavid-esque things because he's in his own league he's doing bedard-esque things but seeing it in warm-up and practice world class so yeah recommendation eat dinner early have a drink or two early 
and uh, and get to the game. Oh, get out of here, fly! And get to the game early. And I also am being a little selfish here, is because I want to see warm up too. So I want to do the interviews, right? Before right. I want to do the street interviews before warm up. So if the game's at seven, that means warm up I think is at six thirty. So I want to be doing interviews by six. Mm-hmm. Do them for you know third, maybe like almost five forty-five. But people will be at the bars. People will be having dinner. People will be buzzing and out wearing their jerseys. So I'd say so. Yeah, that, that's my goal with that in terms of the the interviews. Excuse me. But that's going to be a really fun day. I'm and I'm going to a, a bachelor party that weekend. This the, weekend. The game, is it this weekend? This weekend, yeah. Oh, okay, it is this weekend. Yeah. So I'm going to that bachelor party this weekend, and then I'm back Sunday night, mm-hmm. and then I'm pretty sure Monday's the game. Yeah. So that's going to be a really fun uh I'm going Thursday. So what's 24 5 da- 5 days? 5 days. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. What's 24 times 5? Five? 5 um over 120 hours or okay, just something saying. like that. 24 times 5 equals 120 hours. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Damn, I nailed it. You said 120? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Gee, I think it's fun. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, that's five days. Five times. My math 11 came in clutch 24. there. 24. Yeah. It's, so it's going to be a fun 120 hours coming into uh, <laughs> coming into Monday with a little reward. You know? It'll be fun. I'm glad you'll be having fun. <laughs> Why? What are you doing? Nothing. We just, you know, got games on the go. Just go, go, go. It's a little tamer, but you know the boys in Cape Breton will be, or Brad in Cape Breton will be doing his own thing on his own. The Thunderbirds are playing, so they'll be doing their thing on their own. Up I meant to call you about that. Apparently, St. John dropped out of that league, so the schedule's changing. The U16 league? Yeah, it's when I was le- when I was leaving, the manager from Moncton grabbed me right quick and was like, "Just a heads up, uh, St. John dropped out, so there could be a schedule change. They're having a league meeting today." So they're gonna let me know or let you know, I think, today or tomorrow. So that that team that league could be a little Okay. Is that news to you? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that that happened. They had games scheduled. Yeah, but until... they but they just found out on fra on Saturday. Yeah. So I found out Sunday. Mm-hmm. He told me Sunday yesterday as I was yeah. leaving the rink. So that's why I called you okay. all, but so just heads up for that. Maybe just reach out to uh reach out to him today yeah yeah dang yeah because they had games like all scheduled in there and everything so definitely not doing any favors to that league yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like because i was making the cover photos for all the youtube channels and i had to put in the logos at the game times and they were definitely in there see i love that about you you just your head goes right to the work you're gonna have to do after. yeah pretty much That's what you need like oh damn it i gotta change <laughs> yeah the cover photos. four hours of work just went down the drain because of them but that's all right that's no big deal sorry buddy yeah it'll be all right as long as they don't delete the channels then i'm okay yeah i mean you'll be fine <laughs> that was so annoying man that was a that was a low point in the weekend for sure. Oh well, uh, I love our job. It's awesome. It's fun. We're lucky too. Like I don't know what it is, but we're that we got man. We're just lucky. Not lucky, but the fact that we get to do this. Yeah, you create your own luck though. So. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I know I'm a little late to this, and I apologize. Um, Brad Marchand named the captain of the Boston Bruins. Um, I might get emotional on this one. Not emotional. But, like, that guy I know from behind the scenes. I don't know him personally. Um, but... You know, I know his trainer, JP, and some of the stories he's told me about his work ethic in the gym and the things that he does outside of hockey are just religious in terms of making himself a better hockey player. And that's just a fraction of the things that he's had to battle through in order to make a name for himself in the NHL. We all know, like we posted that thing on Facebook and there's a debate going on right now about (laughs) 
you know, what kind of guy he is. He's a rat. He's this. He's that. I don't care who you are. Having national... Having a national spotlight on yourself your whole career and the angle people are trying to play on you is that he's a rat on the ice and he does this, he does that. Every time you see Marchand, he has a smile on his face. He's laughing. He's he's not worried about anything that people are saying about him outside of that Boston Bruins dressing room. And I sit here today and it sounds easy. He doesn't care, whatever. Having that level of criticism and people saying things not easy so much respect for him coming into boston that first year not having a great i think he had 20 games played yeah he didn't have a great first year and then walking into the gm's office and saying i'm going to put up 20 goals next year and then doing it excuse me then winning a cup and then from then on just being an absolute savage in the nhl to being led by some of the greatest leaders of all time chara bergeron Mm -hmm. and molding his game into becoming a leader there's a difference no offense to any other organizations in the nhl there's a difference between being a captain of an nhl team and being the captain of the boston bruins now put everything aside i love representing nova scotia and the population and how hard it is to make it out of here and go to the nhl almost impossible someone said the odds of doing it are like winning the lottery twice no it's winning the making the nhl is like winning the lottery twice like that's those are the odds of everyone Mm. across the world playing hockey winning the lottery twice now let's take a guy from hammond's planes didn't really have the size had the skill had the determination he had everything in his back pocket to make it to the NHL, but the work needed to be put in. And he put the work in times 20, times 20, times 30. And that's one thing I think that goes unnoticed with Brad is how hard he works and how determined he is. But the thing that impresses me is how he has horse blinders on his whole career. He doesn't look around. He doesn't look right. doesn't look left. He stays focused on a goal. And that's, I don't care who you are, who you are, excuse me, if you're the most mentally tough person in the world, to be able to look forward and have a goal and knowing that there's things around you that you can't control might be pissing you off and you don't focus on it and you just keep battling. Tremendous respect. And the people that say the things about him, oh, he doesn't deserve to be a captain, he doesn't deserve this, he doesn't deserve that, you guys will never understand the amount of dedication and sacrifice that guy's put into his own game in order to be where he is today. So I was looking at the comments on our Facebook page and they were pissing me off. People. Oh, I know people are just idiots. Like who are you to say (laughs) anything about a guy that's accomplished what he's accomplished? Just, just absolute morons. Yeah. Like just get a life. Yeah. They're like, yeah, it's insane. Like Like you will never understand the level of work ethic that a guy has to put in in order to achieve the amount of success he has. You think he's just a captain of the Boston Bruins for a reason. He has to change so many things in order to be a leader. There was a great mic'd up video of Chara back in the early days of Marshawn's career. And Chara goes, like, you know, Brad, calm down. Like, Brad was just being a little shit. I think it might have been to, like, the Sedin twins in Vancouver. And, like, <laughs> yeah. Chara went up to him and was like, like hey, them. hey, like, Brad, come on, you know. And and I remember Brad looked at Zadino. He was like, okay, okay, okay. And how many years ago would that have been when Boston? 2011 you know? is when they played them. So, so over 10 years. Yeah. You think that work needs to be put in? Yes, it does. But also change needs to be put into your personality in order for guys to respect you in the league. That's the big difference. Domi had the same thing when he was in Winnipeg. He, there, were, there, there was no respect for Domi back then. But then he went and played with Messier. Messier took him in the locker room. He said, look, if you don't respect these other players in the league, no one's going to respect you. Mm-hmm. And apparently when he had that conversation with Messier – his mindset changed. He goes, okay, if I want to be in this league for a long time, I need to start respecting other players and I'll get the same respect back. Not that he didn't, Domi didn't change his game. Domi's Domi. He's a legend. But he started to dish out a little bit more respect for the people that earned it in the league. And then the next thing you know, Domi became a legend when he got traded to Toronto. Well, he was a legend in Winnipeg too, but boom, goes to Toronto. He's not a legend. He's an icon. Mm -hmm. He's not like a, 
you know, I don't I don't know if there was a ever a, a superstar tough guy in the NHL. I don't know. My hockey knowledge isn't the best from like the eighties or the early nineties, but from what I know, at least in my era, Domi was that first superstar grinder fighter guy when he was in Toronto. But yeah, there, I could be wrong there, but from my knowledge, he was that first guy in my life. And then you go to a guy like Brad. Just turn into a leader. That's the thing. If you listen to Bergeron, you listen to Chara, and you actually soak in the things they're saying to you, you can do it. Skill helps. You can't be some scrub. Like he he he's a oh, Brad yeah. Marchand's a great player. But in order to be the captain of the Boston Bruins, a lot has to change from that first, second years in the Boston Bruins organization to now. Not just your skill, not just your work ethic. You gotta be a leader. That's tough, man. I'm learning how to be a leader every day. A leader? You know what I mean? You follow someone into war? Like a leader. A real leader. Not an easy thing. But anyways, caps off to Brad. I wanted to say that. My apologies on being, what are we, like three weeks late on that? No, no, no. I think it was last week. <laughs> this is so crazy. People in the comments saying that Boston made a mistake as if they're in the locker room with them. It blows my mind how people can say that stuff. But at the end of the day, we're not in there. He is, and he's the next captain. I'm glad to see. Hopefully they win a cup after, you know. My Oilers do it first, but you know what I'm saying. Next few years. What a great organization for him to go to. Like, not that his career would look any different. Maybe it would if he went to another team, but his style of game just matches Boston. That city embraced him. That He got drafted there. Had a great couple of years. Even Mar- Marchand. It's San- or how do you say that? The Bo- Marchand. Yeah. <laughs> Marchand. I can't do the Boston accent right now. My brain is toast. But if I had a full eight hours of sleep last night, I'd be able to say Marchand <laughs> in a Boston accent. Marchand. Marchand. I can't do it. Well, he also was, he was also born and raised in Halifax. And, like, we were just in Boston. Like, you know, there's the similarities there. It's right through our neighbors. They're our biggest city closest to us here on the East Coast. So you get there in 12 was, hours. Yeah, he was probably pumped. And, like, he ain't going anywhere. No. But that's what I'm saying. The, the city's op- the, That city opened their arms and embraced him. You know, if Marshawn goes to Arizona, mm-hmm. you know, what does his career look like? You know, he's not going to be in Arizona for a while. They they move players quick. You know, then where does he go? And, you know, like, I, I don't know. He just, I, I always think about that. His, his career was, his career was meant to be in yeah. Boston. It was, you know, perfect some, marriage. Some people believe in fate. Some don't. In terms of that relationship with Boston and Brad Marchand, Marchand that's, uh, that, that's, that's fate, I think. That's just meant to be. You can't see that guy in any other jersey. I'm trying to picture it now. I can't. I agree. You try to do it like in Photoshop to put another jersey on him. It probably <laughs> says error, error, error. You can't do it. Brad Marchand is the captain of the Boston Bruins. Guy from right down the road. Right there. I can see his house from here. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's nuts. Anyways, congrats, Brad. Love you, buddy. Uh, man, okay. Um, how much time are we at right now? 38. 38 minutes. I love it. But uh, what? I could have said any number there, and you would have been. I love it. Yeah, this is what we do for fun. This is like our job. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I want to get into the Jays right now. They're playing with my heart. They're looking good. Yeah. I mean, they're winning. Like people give them such a hard time, especially after that Rangers series. But they've won like eight of eleven games since then, or something like that. They're not really losing too much. I know, but after that Rangers series, like. My faith in them is gone. Even if they make the playoffs, yeah. you know that that if that's your performance when your backs are not backs against yeah. the wall, but that series mattered, yeah. And they were just a no show. So what are they going to look like if they're in a wild card game? That that's where my head's at. It doesn't matter if they win the rest of the the, the games. <laughs> Jeff, there's a difference. But there's a I, I get difference. it, but it's just a t- it's just tough to hear. I like I don't necessarily disagree, but you know what about you? Just got to get to the dance. What about that whole argument? No, I can I can agree somewhat to that. How many games are left in the year? Less than ten, maybe nine or ten. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's you know I I I believe in the same principles with hockey, same as baseball. That going into the playoffs, you just have to be the hottest team. Mm-hmm. 
you got to be a hot, hot team. Okay, so then that means you can forget about that Rangers series. That was three weeks ago. I know, but I can't. <laughs> I'm still scarred from us watching that Mariners uh, series last year in Moncton together. <laughs> we were at the doing the Q Cup there, remember? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I think we missed the game. Didn't we only catch like the fifth yeah, or sixth? Yeah, I think we were watching on our phones, and it was just everyone knows what happened in that game. I think I asked dudes. I'm like, dudes, what's the score? And he's like, seven three. I'm like, oh no, something like that. I don't that, know what the that was a fun weekend. <clears throat> ACC, yeah. But I don't know. The, the 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 Jays need to battle here, and we'll see what happens. And I hope that uh, we get to be wa- – I hope that we can watch some baseball into late October with them. That would be fun. <clears throat> it's the best. Mm-hmm. This is the best time of year, I think, for sports, if our teams are doing well. A thousand percent. How was your shinny last night? I didn't know you got, you were getting out here finally. Yeah, it was good. I uh, – I, told them i couldn't make i'm a spare like i'm a cheap i'm not paying mm-hmm. because i'm my schedule is up down right left center forward every i'm everywhere so i can't really commit but i thought i was going to be home from moncton around like nine last night and it turns out i got home around like six thirty. so i originally said no i texted the guys i said hey i'm back from moncton a little bit earlier if you guys still need a spare let me know i'm down to play <clears throat> they said yep you're welcome belly come on in as soon as I got home, I just was, I was instantly tired. I laid on the bed for a second and it was that, yeah, your eyes are heavy. So I kind of regretted committing, but I committed. If I, if I give you my word, you, you have my word. I'm not going to bail. You have my word. I'm going to, I'll be there. I deliver. Uh, so I got my ass up out of bed, came downstairs, gathered my gear, went to the rink, put my gear on, and then I went and played. I got a goal, a couple assists, we won, and I sweated out. Like, when you travel, unfortunately, you don't eat the best. That's mm. one thing I'm trying to work on. I mean, or at all. Or, yeah, <laughs> yeah, or at all, sure. But, uh, you know, I had a chicken parm. and oh, no. Not the chicken parm's not good for you. I just There wasn't really many vegetables or fruits this weekend. So it's always nice Sunday night to get a nice sweat in to kind of sweat everything out. Um you know, I suffered on the sleep. I'm running. I'm running on maybe five hours. That's all right. Sacrifices. You got to sweat it out. But it was fun. I, I enjoy beer league. Then uh, I enjoy beer league and skating. I guess. Excuse me. With a ref now more than I did in the past. Mm-hmm. There was something just about competitiveness and the refs and offsides and that stuff I hated. But oddly enough, I'm just. I like it again. I think it had something to do with that lacrosse game I went to. Uh, two months ago the finals for senior men's all my the team i used to be on and i saw my buddies out there the same age as me like 31 yeah 30 32 and they're still competing giving it their all giving it their all like in the middle of august sweating their ass off in a ring competing and i, I walked in there and it just it man it did something to me did something to me and that uh, that competitive nature kind of maybe turned over into this this beer league thing i just i like competing again i'm also used to just competing with my head like with the business like i love yeah challenging myself to work harder to do this and that can only take you so far competing on an athletic level you can't really explain it unless you do it yourself and it's just i think it's a healthy balance you can only you know you can only compete so much when it comes to like the business world but if you can balance it with athletic competitiveness and it helps you sure go for it were you able to take your mind off work when you were playing or no? Yeah, like I was. Fully gone? That's what Sarah, I, I envy that so much. That's what Sarah said to me because I got home <laughs> and I was still in work mode. Like as yeah. much as I was in the bed falling asleep, I was still, you know, in work mode thinking like, and Sarah, she, she was just like, yeah, you, you got to go to hockey because you're, because she gets pissed off when I come home and I'm still in work mode. She's like, I miss, <laughs> she's like, she's like, you've been gone for three days. You've been working. Now come home and don't work mm-hmm. and i'll come home and i'll be eating dinner but like we'll be talking but i'm not you know unfortunately sometimes i'm not listening i'm just i'm thinking about a camera angle in cape breton that was a little off you know, like <laughs> the stupidest thing and that's my that's my problem i know so she just said justin go to hockey get your mind off it and uh come home and hopefully everything will be better 
and it was. She knows. Yeah. But you got you got to get your mind off. It's a balance. Life is a balance, they say. Yeah, I'm definitely looking for that balance. This these past eight days, it's like go do something fun. Go, go play paintball or something. <laughs> go play paintball. I might have to strap a GoPro to your head. Let me see. <laughs> But I'm really excited for this bachelor party coming up. I haven't been to a real bachelor party my whole life. We There was one in the pandemic. I We just went to Chester. We we're supposed to go to Arizona. It didn't happen. So we just went to, to Chester. But it was fun. It was, you know. Um, and I haven't, yeah, like I said, I haven't really been on like a real bachelor party with like, I think there's 16 guys going. We're going to PEI. Oh, wow. On Crowbush, Brudenell. Uh, I think we're getting, yeah, two rounds in. Friday, Saturday, go home Sunday. It's uh, it's going to be a great time. I'm really looking forward to it. Much needed, if that makes sense. And the guy who's getting married, like the guy whose bachelor party it's for, like he's been my best friend since daycare. Like mm-hmm. we, I've known each other. We've, we've been in diapers together. So I'm just – and he's a, he's a workaholic too. He's a guy that just – he doesn't stop. So I'm excited just to – let loose with the boys and it's funny when people tra- when you grow up people travel and they move away and you don't see them for a long time and i have friends like that that live in toronto and i'll see them like ben and brody like but i'll mm-hmm. only see them for a day and then it's like okay i gotta go or they gotta go but now to be able to see them for three days yeah like i'm just getting giggly about it already <laughs> like i just i can't wait to give them a hug and just yeah. just like how you know i'm just i'm so excited just to just to see the boys again, it's going to be such a fun. Uh, it's going to be such a fun seventy-two hours. You think you'll be able to take your mind off work? Because we got, you know, it'll be a pretty another important weekend here at High Button. Well, that's why I pay you, Jeff. So. Well, I mean, I can't. You can't pay me to take take it off your mind. <laughs> oh. You can well, pay me to do it, but I can't think for you. Well. Yes, I am going to take it off my mind. Okay. And I'm going to be pissed if you call me. <laughs> I won't so call you. Don't call me. I won't call you. I'm I'm having fun. It's my time mm-hmm. now. You're the one who just gave the story about how you were going to you got home, you're yeah, going to then, bed, then, it's all in your mind. So I'm just saying I hope that you can disconnect from it. Dudes will be here this weekend, so that'll be better. But I'm just saying, you know, that you won't get a call from me or him, but this okay. is on you. I'm chucking my phone this in the is lake. On, this is on you. <laughs> not on me. Alright. No, I'm not gonna worry about work at all. I definitely will, but you know what I mean. <laughs> the biggest cap ever. Yeah, that was bad. I'm a terrible <laughs> liar. But I, uh, you know, that, that, I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna do my best to not think about it. Yeah, you know, okay. it's it'll be good. You'll be on the golf course. It'll be, yeah, it'll be good. No, it'll be fun. One thing I like we're doing. We're not going to any restaurants. We're cooking. Like we got a big thing with a kitchen. So like when you go home from golf, it's just gonna be the boys cooking, watching sports, rather than going out to a restaurant. I kind of like that. We put the budget. Like we all have a budget, and then we kind of gave a portion of the money for one guy just to go to Costco and pick up a bunch of food. So we have the house full, mm-hmm. and we're going to cook. I kind of like that a little bit better than going to a restaurant. Because yeah. then you're just more – there's no rush. After the golf course, there's no rush to get to a reservation. Yeah, so Let's just go home, shower. You know, you don't got to get dressed up. You just, all right, boys, we're just, we're cooking. We're going to watch some hockey. Watch, I mean, hockey's on. I was, I came home yesterday. Yeah. There was, the Leafs were on TV. I yeah. was just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this Jeff guy. He loves Edmonton. <laughs> Look at this shirt. Can you see your shirt right now? No, not really. Show the people. Bring back the glory, baby. This oh, is the year. Amateur Knock hour. Knock on wood. Amateur hour. Are they going to win the cup this you year? You not having a team is amateur hour. No, I don't care. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the year, baby. Knock on wood. This is the year. Um, What was I saying? Dinner. Yeah, we don't have dinner reservations. The boys are just going to cook and watch sports. I'm pumped. It's going to be a good life, at least for those couple of days. So you just get like a huge cha- like chalet or something like in I th- PEI? 16 of you. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think it's like three big huts. Okay. It's like three big huts, but one hut has like a full functioning kitchen. Nice. And then we're all just going to go to there and do what we got to do. Right on. This is 30. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to go out in PEI. No offense to PEI, but I don't know what. Downtown Charlottetown, buddy. I'm not trying to go to Dooley's for the night. <laughs> I'll be all right. 
something to look forward to on Monday too with the Sid game. Yeah, it'll be a good time. But no, it's exciting that NHL hockey's on. Training camp seems so much shorter now than it did back in the day. Like NHL hockey, they're already in pre mm. camp started two days ago, and on the third day, which would which would have been yesterday, they're playing preseason games, packing it out rinks already. People already in the rinks. Yeah, that's the thing though. People are already in shape. There's no training camp it's like yeah. the boys are already in shape yeah they talked about that on chicklets how like nowadays it's more less of like a training camp like you don't you're not going in like trying to get yourself into shape like you're coming in trying to get yourself into game form like yeah. that's what's changed in the past like 20 years in the nhl which makes sense yeah no like unless you're a super like you know phil kessel might be the only guy that could get by that now yeah maybe some other guys but yeah everyone's showing up in shape so all these yeah. young guys are coming, just taking everyone's job. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, all... and just like sports science and like how serious everyone takes it, right? Like Brad, like you said, Brad Marchand, he's been in game shape since two days after the season. Yeah, you know he doesn't need the. He's doing his thing through the summer. He's just like they're probably just counting down the days till the games actually matter. Oh yeah, yeah, it's go time right now. That's one thing the NHL guys do though. Eh, maybe not. That's not true. NHL guys, the thing I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast, how they just come out of the gate. Like, even NHL guys, takes a minute. takes a couple games. Yeah. Uh, preseason games can only take you so far. Like, there's there's a difference, I think. Like, if you watch an NHL preseason game on TV compared to an actual regular season game, uh, there's a difference. Dude, I don't even watch them, man. And you know how much I love watching hockey. You don't watch them? I don't watch any of the I, – I just can't be bothered, man. It's like I'm going to watch 82 regular season games. Like, Yeah, you're a nut I, job. I don't need to see – I don't need to see, like, their fifth-round pick, you know, going – like, playing on the fourth line. It just – it is what it is. There's, when you're chasing a cup, we don't care about that. You're chasing a cup this year, eh? Oh yeah, should have been should have been last year, two two against Vegas. That was the, a lot of people are saying that was the Stanley Cup final right there. And, oh, this is sore, sore I spot. would love to see Toronto Edmonton in the finals. <laughs> That'd be how much fun would that be? I don't know, man. That Just tell be, me. <laughs> I don't know. If fun would be the word. It would be. It would be definitely. It'd be very poetic to see. Let's put it like that. Think about Canadian sports media. They would be going <laughs> nuts. Toronto versus Edmonton in the Stanley Cup 2024 NHL yeah. Finals. You make a good point. It'd be it would be there'd special. be nothing. People like there'd be nothing. No one would work. Mm-hmm. It like everyone would just be like, all right, that's just Canada would just be a no man's land. Everyone would just be inside all day. Lucky for us, like, but if that does happen, it'll be it's not in our busy season, so I can put all my energy in there. Yeah, well, uh, we might be doing spring tournaments. Yeah, it was like halfway through June, or the, I think last year. Yeah, it's like the end of June, I think. Yeah, yeah. Bedsy bud, doing his thing. <laughs> this guy is gonna change the face of hockey. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Yeah. Interesting. He is going to change the style how kids are coming up are going to train. He's giving those small kids now confidence that they can make the NHL. Did you see him in photos, Bedard, with like other NHL? Like, Yeah, is he looking tiny? His arms must be looking big. I know he's jacked. I'm I'm such a loser. There was a video on YouTube the other day. NBC just followed Bedard around for the first day of training camp for an hour on YouTube. And I watched the whole thing. Really? I was I was watching an eighteen year old skate around for eighteen or for sorry, for an hour on the first day of training camp. I'm just all those are that's an hour I wish I had back. It was awesome. Really? Yeah, it was awesome, but like it was creepy because like he'd be at the back of the line. And I'd just be watching this 18-year-old at the back of the line wait for his turn to go do the drill. Like, it was literally <laughs> him just, literally him just, you know how you practice. You just, you're doing practice. He'd go get a drink of water. Can't, the camera followed him. In his face the whole time. Yes, for 45 to an hour. I forget how long the video was. But I sat there for however long that video was and just watched this guy. And I couldn't, I didn't, I couldn't, I didn't even have a sip of water. I was just intrigued. I was like, really? Wow. Cause, cause it you, you tell a lot. It's body language. It's okay. He goes to the back of the line, but the three guys in front of him are all buddy buddy joking. What's Bedard gonna do? Is he gonna go buddy buddy, or is he just gonna lay back and 
and kind of feel his mm-hmm. way into the group because you know the guys in front they're already teammates yeah. Bernard doesn't know them so it's just interesting it. in that perspective yep. but man I felt like a loser watching it but what are you gonna do <laughs> are you gonna be a Chicago guy now Blackhawks fan are we finally gonna find you a favorite team yeah no <laughs> man no <laughs> No, I know what you're saying. Like, with McDavid and Dreisaitl, it's the same way. It's like, you don't really see, like, that much of them. So, like, you do. But, like, behind, like other than them playing. So, like, any sort of behind the scenes stuff like that, you can kind of you eat right up, right? It's interesting. Body language. Body everything. language, that's yeah. what That's what makes uh, people watching at the airport so fun. It's body language. Mm. Like, look at this idiot. Late for his flight. <laughs> I'd, I'd never be late for my flight running down with his suitcase. Yeah. You know, body language. It's everything. It's funny. But when you get to watch body language on players who are practicing, especially a guy like Bedard who's brand new, first day at training camp. Yeah. So he's not with the prospects. He's with the team. So it's it's a whole different dynamic. And yeah. He, I don't know. He Fedzy. In, he fit in pretty well to me. Fedzy, bud. Yeah, Shout he, out Tim Bedard. The crazy thing I noticed about Bedard, not that obviously his skill is there, but when he was standing there, and you know how guys, just some, when they're watching the board, the coach is doing the drill, he's leaning on his stick. Mm-hmm. His stick was straight up. In his skates, his stick is up to his nose. Most guys, I think Sid's is like, on his yeah. skates is almost... They say chin when you're growing up. Chin? When you're maybe, growing up, yeah. they say chin. Bedard, it's I don't need, maybe a little past his nose. It's unbelievable how big his stick big is. Twig, eh? It's oh, it's crazy. And you talk about his little toe suck. It's like, well, that makes sense. If he's sucking guys in all the way far right, what does he shoot? Right or left? No, he shoots left. Sure. No, he shoots right. Because on that World Juniors video when he sniped, he yeah, he was right. But yeah, just his his stick is so long, sucks it in, and then he has that. It looks like his stick is 20 flex and just boom, puts it there. It's not even a, it's not even a whoop. You know how guys like have to whoop it in because they mm. need, they need the, uh, momentum. they need the momentum of coming back and in. Yeah. His isn't like that. It's sideways. Yeah. Boom forward. So bizarre. But the yeah. height of his stick, you're like, that makes sense. Boom, boom. Not Boom. To your point, he's definitely like changing the way people think about shooting the puck. Definitely. I was trying Already. to do it in beer league yeah, yesterday. Yeah. I think I fell, <laughs> slid into the boards. Like I actually tried. I'm not even joking. Really? I, I tried it. Yeah. And I, I actually, I didn't fall into the boards, but like I stumbled. Did it my, just feel like really compact, like against yeah, your body? Yeah, exactly. Because you weren't my, like. My elbow yeah. hit my love yeah. handles. And you I just, handles. you know, and you just, you try it. You're yeah. like, what? You're like yeah and it's like all right that's out of my era so then i just kind of went back yeah, to my old yeah. you know the old but, grip it and rip it but if you just watch him it's it's a completely it's it's even it's 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 a refined shot from matthews it's almost like he took what matthews does matthews kind of goes a little bit lower on one knee it's like when matthews does his little quick little wristry he gets lower a little like with on one knee bedard gets a little low but not as low as matthews and it's it's quicker it's, it's so casual it's yeah because the, the defender, what's the, what are you going to do if you're a defenseman? If the puck's here, because all he would have to do is this, to shoot here. But he doesn't. He just, ah, it's just so cool. Mm-hmm. So wicked. Anyways, Bedsy. You know what I mean? He's a good guy, too, from what I'm hearing. Like a good room guy. Just like he's embracing yeah. the fellas, having a great time. So yeah. we'll see what happens. He's like half the time he's extreme. Like, he's so quiet and monotone with everything, but he like drops these one-liners that you can just like eat yeah. on up. Did you see the one the other day where they asked him? Yeah. They asked him something. He was like, and they gave us, it was about cooking. They were like, are you doing lots of cooking? He's like, no. Like, yeah, no, he, he said bit. yes. Yeah, he yeah, said, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're like, okay, what are you cooking? He's like, oh, I don't even really know. I think I was just saying something to fill the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, what an answer. Just like, no, I just yeah. lied. No, I was but he's right. so like monotone with it, but he gets these little like quips in that you don't always hear. He, he also has that possibility of breaking the classic hockey guy interview shield. Yeah. He has that first maybe, uh, you know, spark of personality as an all-star. Not that's, you know, you know, McDavid doesn't have a personality. Sid has a personality, but it took him a couple of years to get it he out. He just buries it, hides it. You know, but the whole, you know, Connor Bedard, he ha- he's 18. He, you know, he doesn't, mm-hmm. what 18 year old do you know that has a personality? I don't know any. So he, ha- he has that opportunity, I think, to maybe be that, that, that first all-star to be a little, you know, just a little bit of a personality, a little bit of sprinkle, a little spice, a little, little how are you yeah let's i don't know see it. i don't know we'll see how it goes but there's a lot to there's yeah. a, chicago's 
Chicago's yeah. back on the map. I'd say Nate has it a little bit, but his is more of like a like a serious though, and like he's he's so serious about his craft, but he 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 always you know. Yeah, Nate for sure. Well, yeah, Nate just doesn't care about what people. Yeah, know. that's what I mean. Like he's just like it is what it is. Yeah, but no, the, it, that's what I love. How how could I say here sit here and go? I love these teams when it's like I'm gonna be my eyes are gonna be on Chicago this year. Like I can't Let's sit go. here. And, like, imagine if you're the fan. You're if you're, if you're a fan of. I don't want to shit on any team, but you're just, you know, you're a fan of Detroit. It's like, okay, great. Detroit. You know, what am I really watching here? Why do you think I watch every Edmonton game? <laughs> yeah. But if McDavid's not there, dry settles, not there. Are you sitting down and watching that's Edmonton I, well, every single game? Well, that's what I mean. Before McDavid, like I, I was a fan, but like, I wasn't watching every game. Like he changed like how much I was into hockey because every single night I get to watch it. Okay. So you know what I mean? That's so exactly to, your, to my yeah, point. That's, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a Chicago fan this year. Let's go. Um, no, not, no, don't take that out of proportion. Ugh. I'm a Chicago City fan. I'm a, I'm a fan of the city, not the team. I want to uh, see what happens. Boo. I want to see what happens in that economy now. He's a Bills fan and he's a Blackhawks fan. That's yeah. what I'm going with. Yeah. That's your Christmas gift this year. Let's go. I love that red. That... Oh, I'm getting a call here right now. How much time are we at? Uh, one hour and one minute. Okay, we got to wrap this up. Um, all right, everyone listening, thank you very much uh, for tuning in. Uh, I appreciate all the support. Thank you. Have a great week. It's Monday morning. Uh, That's it. Thank you. We're out. Peace. Someday, someday I, I want to wear a starry crown. Someday, someday, someday I want to lay down like I did. Sunday, 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 I remember three songs. Sunday, that way, yeah, way, way, better. Sunday, that one, everybody, Sunday. I wanna hit the red dot and everybody, Sunday, go. I've been trying to make you love me, but everything I try just takes you further from me. Someday we gon' set it off Someday we gon' get this off Baby, don't you bet it off On a path of and all You might think they wrote you off They gon' have to rub me off Someday the drama be gone Sometimes I take all the shine Talk like I drank all the wine Here's a head way behind I'm on one, two, three, four, five No half-truths, just naked minds Caught between space and time This now is good in mind But maybe someday I've been trying To make you love me But everything I try Just takes you further from me Love, once again I am a child I let go go of everything that I know Yeah, of everything that I know Kind of free. We're still the kids we used to be. Yeah, yeah. I put my hand on a stone to see if I still bleed. Yeah, and nothing hurts anymore. I feel kind of free.